This is episode 199 of The Fizzle Show. One, nine, nine. That's one podcast a week for three and a half years. For many of you listening, running a blog or podcast for a living is a dream. For others, it's a nightmare, (laughs) or at least a necessary step to creating an audience you can serve over time. On this incredibly honest episode of the show, you'll hear about what it's like behind the scenes of a large blog and podcast. I think you'll really like it. And uh, hey, thank you for listening to the show. We've got a whole slew of good stuff planned for the next 200 episodes, but we wouldn't have any fun doing this if it didn't matter to you. For all of you who listen, however much you do so, thank you for your heart, for your time, and for your attention. Now please be our guest and enjoy episode 199 of The Fizzle Show. Hello and welcome to The Fizzle Show! Hey, you gotta do a little warm-up every time, you know? This is The Fizzle Show, where every Friday we publish another honest conversation for people running and creating businesses to live life on their own terms. We know it's possible. We've done it and we're doing it, but... We also know it's difficult. It's possible. It's amazing when you do it. And it's difficult. And that's why we do The Fizzle Show. Now, if you want to go deeper than just a podcast episode, uh, if you want to pursue more in-depth guidance to create your business, or maybe make your existing business fun again, or just get a creative project off the ground with the chance that it can actually earn you some extra money, we've created something just for you. It's not what you think. It's not a course. It's a bunch of courses on all the things you need to know. (laughs) The courses are really enjoyable. And it's not what you think. You don't do it alone. You do it in community. There are a ton of us, and we motivate, encourage, and support each other. Because what we know at Fizzle is that this is possible. It's amazing when you do it, and it's difficult. It will require a great deal from you. If you do it alone... It will definitely take you longer, definitely, but your chances of burning out are also way higher, like danger zone high. It's difficult, but it's amazing to live life on your own terms. We believe in Fizzle, and we want you to try it for free for five weeks. It's only $35 a month when it does click over and you start paying, so it's not going to break the bank. But five weeks for free? Come on, that's the longest freebie in the history of ever. (laughs) So to learn more and start your free five weeks right now, go to fizzle.co slash try five. Don't fizzle out. Don't burn out. Instead, make steady progress toward life on your terms. Fizzle.co slash try five. All right. Follow along at home at fizzleshow.co slash 199. I'll be back after this conversation to fill in any gaps. Guys, it's episode 199 of The Fizzle Show. 199! (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it that we've been doing this show for over, I don't know how many years that is. I'm I'm a reader, not a mather. But it's it's, it's like It's three three and a half years. Man. Three and a half years. Yeah. Um, Well, that's, and we have, we have, over, let me see. What's the what's iTunes fizzle? What is how many how many iTunes reviews do we have just in the U.S. right now? 
502. We broke through. You see? Yeah. This is amazing. It's like, it, it's awesome. I know a lot of bigger, big business shows that have like bigger listenership than us that don't have as many reviews as us. And I love that about this crew. I just want to say thank you guys, each and every one of you, for leaving a, po- a review on iTunes because we do kind of, th- we think it helps the show. I'm not sure if it does. I'm not, I don't really know. I don't really know. <laughs> it makes I us feel good. So that's, yeah. that's all that counts. It does. It does. It makes us feel good reading them. Okay, so what do you what do you think, Steph? Ask us a few questions about about the Fizzle show uh, because you are the new girl in town. Even mm-hmm. though you've been here for as long as uh, it feels like you've been here for forever. I mean, just yeah. I just God, uh, I actually just when did she get I here? I just looked. I just looked for fun, and I've been here for about ninety episodes. It's not too bad. It's kind of seems like a lot. Not too bad at all. Ninety I mean, episodes a is. is a long time. Yeah, but so yeah, you guys have been doing this for double the time. So I mean, I just so okay, I'm in a unique position too because I just started my own podcast for Fizzle, Courage and Clarity, right? And I've produced yeah, three weeks yeah. at the time of this recording. I've done three weeks, which is six episodes. And I am sitting here saying I cannot imagine having done two hundred. It's like such a extreme accomplishment. And I know a lot of people who listen are starting their own podcast or maybe they're early mm. in the podcasting journey. So one thing I feel like I think when we were recording recently, one of you guys said that when you first started the Fizzle Show, you really you would have never guessed that you'd be here at episode 200. I'm curious about why why that was and maybe even just when you started it, like what were your hopes for it? Were you just kind of looking around saying, well, everybody else is podcasting. Maybe we ought to, we ought to do this thing. Or did you guys have any goals for it? Or, or what was your vision in the beginning? Corbett, do you remember? Well, I remember you very distinctly that you and Caleb, so when we started this show, it was, uh, it was Chase, Caleb, and myself. And um, I remember that you and Caleb were both really into podcasts. You were just into the, the whole medium, the format, and listening yeah. to them and just the idea of producing them. I know that you had produced a number of episodes in different formats for other shows that, um, you know, some were just side projects and, and for fun and whatnot. And uh, you guys really brought the idea forward and pushed it. I think from a business standpoint, we recognized that it was a, a marketing opportunity. We also recognized that it was just a great opportunity for us to spend time talking to each other about big picture ideas that hopefully would lead to you know, other opportunities and, and strategies and things. So it just kind of seemed like something that would be fun to do. We didn't know necessarily if it would lead to um, signing up members necessarily, but at the time we were aware of a few shows that had pretty significant uh, listenerships, you know, in the thousands or tens of thousands of listeners per episode. And um, that seemed like it, you know, would make a difference for us um, business-wise if we amassed an audience mm-hmm. like that. So um, we didn't have any specific goals. I, I don't know that I was, I, I guess, uh, you know, for me, I'm a little, uh, I'm, I'm proud that we have made an episode every week for 200 weeks. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm a little surprised to be honest that we haven't like stopped for a while for some reason just because it's a you know it's a lot of work to put a podcast together every week mm-hmm. and also just to show up but it just has really become part of our heartbeat and uh, our weekly calendar and some you know it's funny like sometimes we'll record an episode and really we won't talk to each other at all during the day and then sure enough write it you know whatever time it is that we're recording that afternoon. 
I go on Skype and, you know, there you are. You guys ready? Yep, I'm ready. Even though, you know, we didn't talk about it. It's just one of the things that we don't miss every week. Whereas if we had just thrown some some meeting on the calendar for this week, I'd be worried, you know, are we all going to make it or not? Um, so I don't know. It's it's uh, no no specific outcomes were desired, except that I wanted to have a good time. And um, and you guys were really excited about just seeing what a podcast could do. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. I remember early on feeling like, holy crap, I was made to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I really had that feeling. And that doesn't, I don't, don't hear me saying like, I think I'm really good at it. I'm just like, I like doing this more than I like doing other things. Yeah. <laughs> like I was made to do this. I hope I can find a way to make it work. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because uh, I just loved it. I, I mean, talking extemporaneously is just something I can do. Uh, and, and, and I mean, obviously different uh, iTunes reviews would have you believe different things about my capabilities <laughs> therein, but uh, that is, that's fine with me. That's fine. I totally understand. It's not the flavor. It's a curry. You know, it's loud. It's a loud curry. My mom always hated curry. I don't know what that says about our relationship, but anyways, I, I remember early on feeling very good about doing the podcast because it felt very much like uh, I liked applying my effort in this direction. It felt like, uh, and, and still to this day, I mean, right now I've been, I've been racking my brain over, over like, uh, you know, how we're going to plan our content for the blog and the podcast for the next, uh, for the next, you know, three months. Right. And I want to, cause like we have this profound opportunity for any of you who have an email list. Think about it this way, right? You have, Two or 200, or in our case, 60-something thousand people who have decided, I want to hear from you when you have something to say. Now, I do not know in what spirit they said that, right? I don't know if they're like, yeah, just, I'll, I'll look at every few of them. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Just, I get a bunch of these things, so just whatever. Send it. I don't really care much about my inbox anyways. You know, I don't know if they're saying that or if they're saying, like, you guys are like a lifeline to my own motivation, and when I'm motivated, like, I get my project done, right? I, but I, that's where I want us to be. That's my goal, really, is that we would be a lifeline to people's own intuition, motivation, diligence, right? The diligence of the heart is like, is this the phrase that's like come to mean everything to me? The diligence of the heart. Because there's nothing more amazing than when you can uh, pursue your own sort of interest I'll use passion as long as you'll allow that I say cold passion, right? There's hot passion that just kind of turns on and off as whenever it wants to. But there's cold passion, which is like a thing that like you, which is to me, it's what care is. I care about this. No matter what situation I'm in, I care about this. Um, and when you can pursue that, your interest, your personal interest and care to a point where it's like you can do something to support yourself independently is like, I mean, this is what I want. I want life on my own terms, you know? And uh, so when I've been thinking about what can I do, this is what I personally want. So when I'm thinking about what, what should we do on the podcast, what should we do on the blog for the next three months, I'm just like, I don't know. I just, I just want to connect. You know, I just want it to count. I want it to really matter. If you think writing about, you know, email uh, templates on how to, you know, email influencers is a thing that matters to you, then, then okay, let's get into it. I guess. <laughs> I guess. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I guess. 
I guess. You know, but I would, but like, I'm so much more interested in, like, you do not need that template when you're into a thing. Like, you just don't at all. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, when I, when I'm into, recently we did, um, actually we're recording this before this journaling webinar, so I don't even know how it's going to go. Steph, I hope we do great. I think it's, Um, I think, I think it went great. I think it went, I think it went awesome. (laughs) I think it was like a real, like, awesome time. (laughs) But I, in, in prep for that, I emailed like a bunch of, a bunch of our friends who have big, big blogs. And I kind of petered out halfway through because I didn't turn it into a big project. I just was like emailing people really naturally. Uh, and just like Pat Flynn, he's got a huge audience. Just email him real naturally. I didn't need any help with like, with any of this stuff because I know he cares about things that I care about. Right. And, and, and so I didn't need that, that thing. And I'm like, let's, so let's talk about what we care about instead of an email template, right? So as I'm thinking about the next three months of blog and podcast content, um, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm just wanting connection. I'm wanting us to be a lifeline to your own intuition, your own, uh, uh, your own personal drivers. I would love for a fizzle email to mean, oh, good, I'm going to get motivated again. Oh, the, oh good, they're going to remind me what I'm doing this for, Right? Oh, good. They're going to help me with something that actually matters, unlike these other guys. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's what I want. That's what I want. And so that's how I think about our email list. That's how I think about our blog posts and our, and our podcasts. And that's what I dream about for this podcast. Now, I know that, that most of the episodes, as I look back, it's me or someone else. We're, try- we're just nonstop. We're trying to come up with content ideas that are going to like get people to listen to their show do you you know what i mean Mm -hmm. we're just trying to come up with stuff that's like gonna work we don't know what's gonna work it has to think about what the life of a content maker is it's got to be it's got to be something that people need and they're not currently getting or they're not currently getting in a way that they want right and and so what in the business world do people need you guys the principles of business haven't changed in like two thousand years (laughs) or maybe eight thousand years you know what i mean make something people want Mm-hmm. It's so simple. Yeah. Right. Um, and I don't know. What were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say, I think that I, I love what you and Corbett just said in combination. I think there's there's something really great there, which was that, you know, I'm thinking of we have thousands of members in, inside Fizzle who are a lot of people are kind of towards the beginning of their journey just because I think naturally there's probably more aspiring entrepreneurs than there are people who are further because people drop out. Um, yeah. And the question that we get so often and that I think is really interesting and, and I completely understand where it comes from, but a lot of people will say things like, what should I do? What should I create to be successful? And they sort of want to see the end result. You know, and, and it's kind of like what I'm what I'm seeing is that it's sort of asking the wrong question. It's like, how do I get successful? How do I come up with the thing that's yeah. going to be a hit? And what I'm hearing from you guys is this really interesting combination. Corbett basically said, we thought it would be fun. And Chase, you're saying we want to connect with people. So to me, mm-hmm. when you can put those two things together, I think that's a, such a better approach to do something that's personally interesting to you. Like if blogging, yeah. we have people, I, I always find it interesting. People are like, I know I need to have a blog, but I hate blogging. Blogging. It's like, well, don't have a blog, you know? It's like, if I think there is an yeah. element of find something that's fun to you that you can get into, but is also going to provide value and give you connection and, and mean something to somebody. So those two things together, I think, I would guess, have probably contributed to the longevity of this show. But how difficult to do that, right? Totally. To find something that both you have a personal interest. I've been 
playing around with this idea, like all successful, you know, modern, like the, the role of successful modern business, especially our smaller scale indie entrepreneur thing, it needs to look like this. You need to find a, an audience that's a real, that, that actually exists, like a group of people that actually exist in a meaningful way, uh, but they're underserved. They're like, I, I think of, uh, uh, anyways, they're, they're underserved. And that group of people, not only are they not going away, they're growing over the next decade, hopefully for forever. This one term in this, uh, in this book uh, is like zeitgeist. So you want to look for something that's, that's zeitgeist. Like right now, it's a shift that's going to stay shifted. And I think of Minimalist Baker as a great example of this, of, some, uh, of, of like them going like veganism. So imagine the Venn diagram, veganism, minimalism, and then baking, which they've gotten beyond the baking now, right? But like this was a thing for them personally that they were interested in taking control of their own life and, and eating a certain way for health reasons. And those are three circles, you know what I mean, or at least the first two. The, the group of people that, that are interested in that have, has only grown over the last 10 years, right? And there's no end in sight to that, right? And so when you, when you happen to be lucky enough to be noticing a zeitgeist as it's beginning to turn in its early days, I guess, you know, you can, and if that is a thing that, that fires you up, because that's the other, that's the other thing, this personal interest thing is, is your jet fuel. That's your unrefined jet fuel. And then when you can, when you, that's your heart, right? And then if you can be diligent about your heart, the, and there happens to be a zeitgeist opening up for you in the world, then it's like, this is this is the dream, right? And I, I I don't know. It's just it's I don't know I don't know if people can can game that system the way that that we used to be able to online. I'm not saying at all that it's over. I'm just saying like the saturation, uh, like the fact that everybody has a website, the fact that entrepreneurship for a lot of us can just be a lifestyle piece. Like you don't have to actually be successful. You can just be trying to be successful, and that's enough because it's just a high, side hustle anyways, and and it's actually kind of a hobby. I think that's awesome, by the way. Like, I love, I'm all for the trend of people going like, I have a day job that I'm actually kind of into. I do customer support for Airbnb and it's kind of awesome. And on the side, I'm making comics. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and I'm kind of pursuing that as a business, but it is a side hustle. And I'm not planning on quitting my job anytime soon, but I'm doing this because it's an outlet for me. I like mm -hmm. to do it. Or I make these bracelets out of forks and stuff or whatever, right? I love that. I love that so much. Because the energy uh, about around that is so different from like, you know, Buck who walks in. And he's like, all right, I'm ready to get successful. Yeah. I want to do it. I'm ready to do it. All right. So what do I got to do? Email list? You got it, pal. I got an email list. What should I write in my emails? Do uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? And totally. it's just like, hold on, buddy. Hold on, buddy. What are you like? You got to be like, you're going to have to get there at some point. Like in order for you to be like truly to feel successful, you know, you're going to have to get there at some point. You know, it's like, it's like, like Trump, like what's going to be enough for Trump? Like, when's it going to be enough? Mm -hmm. When is he, when is Trump going to have enough? He can't, he doesn't know how to have enough. That's his whole thing, right? The personal, the thing he wants to feel from success, he can only feel from having enough. And you can have that feeling of enough with nothing, with, but your breath. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If you're good at it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this because, all right, so I want to play with this idea a little bit more. So this combination of 
thinking it would be fun to have this podcast and connecting with people providing value. So I have to imagine, and in fact, I'm pretty sure I've been here, been with you guys when we've been in what, just like anything, these sort of like peaks and valleys that you have with your content, with your business, anything. What have you guys, what has your approach been when in those moments where it's not fun anymore or you don't feel like you're connecting, you know, have you, for, I guess, first of all, have there been those moments? I'm sure, you know, in these past 200 episodes, we were kind of like, this isn't really feeling like as fun as it could. And we also don't feel like we're connecting with people. And if you have felt that way, can you think of anything that you guys did or that we did to get the show back on track or make a pivot or make an adjustment to keep going? I, I, Corin, I'm curious. I'm curious for your take on this. Yeah, yeah. So I think you you just said the exact right words there, Steph. You said pivot or you know get the show back on track. I I think that we've experienced that that feeling that uh, it's just not quite as you know energetic or fun as it could be a few times, three or four times, something like that. And in every case, I'd say. Um, we have changed the format and and usually this comes from chase he's the one that notices it and a lot of that's because he's the host of the show and he also uh you know is the editor of the show and the producer of the show and the publisher of the show and all that um so he spends a lot of time with it and so i i think uh it if we're not having a blast with it it weighs on him first he's kind of the canary in the coal mine and so chase uh usually says Hey, you know, I feel like the show's gotten a little stale. We've been doing the same kind of shows. We're not putting enough into it or we're not, you know, providing enough interesting um, value for our listeners. So I have an idea. Why don't we try this for a while? And, you know, usually that changes our direction. We're always, I, I feel like Steph and I are usually up for doing, for trying anything on the show as long as we get the show out every week. And, uh, and so we've changed quite a few times. In fact, we have a little surprise for people next week with episode 200. We're going to make a little tweak. Uh, don't worry, the show will still be coming out every week, but uh, there's a little tweak to the format. And um, and I think, you know, the last time I remember doing that, there was a stretch when we were doing, we were answering a lot of questions from readers uh, or yeah. listeners yeah. Yeah. And, and also from um, uh, members in the forums. And that was fun for a while. We were getting just some really juicy stuff. But after a while, I think the format just, you know, it, it just felt like, mm, you know, maybe we can breathe some more life into the thing. And, and that's when we last transitioned, I think. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I like the way that you, the, the canary in the coal mine is definitely, yeah, I mean, this show is really, is really uh, on my shoulders in some ways, even though. I try to be very active inside of it to like just be uh, make it an opportunity to hear from you two, especially because like I have plenty of fun in just the intro and the outro. <laughs> I, I, I just love it. I just I love it. Um, and I but I really do. I want this show so badly to be a thing of uh, of connection and of groundedness, of inspiration that is uh, that has that is like intelligence. You know what I mean? Like intelligent inspiration for people. Um, that isn't blow, just blowing, you know, smoke up your skirts. I don't know. Am I allowed to say that? Is that like a Texas thing that I like? I, I shouldn't probably say I, smoke up your uh, up your anything. Uh, <laughs> say whatever you want, anything, buddy. Really? Okay, pal. Um, <laughs> but but uh, you know, and so that's my dream. And yet, and yet, uh, and yet, business advice is such a a uh, you can go anywhere you want for business advice right now, right? And why wouldn't you go to a book instead of a podcast? If you want to 
if you want to really know what to do. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you go to our courses instead of a podcast if you really want someone to guide you through every step? I mean, our roadmap really is that good. Yeah. And our, and our, and our coaching, like you can literally, people are just literally like, they just send me <clears throat> a message and I answer their question, you know? Or they jump on a, a group call and Corbett like gives them advice. Like this stuff is available. So why are people listening to podcasts too? And I have to look at my own life. And I, I, right now, I don't know, right now I like don't want any teaching. I like anytime something comes on that's like, like about to teach me something, I'm like not interested. All I want is, is someone, is like heart to heart, like real connections or real conversations rather between like with artists and, and uh, comedians and thinkers and writers and, and architects and builders and just people who like, who like are involved or engaged in their life. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just like, it's enough. Like, I'm like, this is amazing. Um, and so I'm always curious why people would listen to our show, even as I'm, I'm never really like, I don't really have a lot of depth to really answer that question myself. Because even when someone says it to me, oh, I'm listening because of this, that, and the other, I'm still kind of like, I, I, don't know how to, I don't know how to give you what, you what you need, though. Like, every week, I'm like, I still don't know what we should do. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I love, Corbett, you bring up that, that season where we were answering questions for so long, which to me was like a done deal. Like, this is amazing. They have questions. We have answers. It's like community-driven. This is awesome. But then over time, the show just turned into us like, like kind of pandering. Not pandering, but it just felt like kind of like pandering. And, and I was just like, wait, I want to just do... And we started doing... Every once in a while, we'd do a show that was just like current events, kind of like this show is right now, <laughs> where we're just like... I don't know. I just want to like talk. Can we just talk about stuff that matters to us instead of like email list stuff? Mm-hmm. Like that, that. That's the reason why we have we, we have any success at all is because we started an email list. Uh, it, but at the same time, like that's just not what I, like that's a thing we do now. That's not what we talk about, you know. And I don't know. It just I remember just going like we need more of us in these podcasts. We need more of us because I just do think that people do follow uh, our personalities. Because we're doing the thing. I'm the same way with, with comedians. I, I would love, love to have been a comedian. And I just love these people who are so like living on bagels and like receipts from the com- comedy club just because they're like, I love my words so much and I want to get up in front of the audience and do the thing. And I'm like, you have so much more, like, you have so much more uh, courage than I do, pal. But I love them talking about their adventures and, and what they think about stuff because they're investing everything in what they think about stuff. You know, so I don't know. I, I want, I'm really curious how to make this show what I'd love it to be for people because I have these like desires I'd want it to be for them. Like what? Uh, like what? And I actually, like I, like I was saying before, just that like, and it, 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 that's it. That's it, right? I should have I started with like, because it, it is. It's already that. It's all, you can read any of our iTunes reviews and it's already the thing. that It, it is inspiring. It is grounding. It is people soaking in a sort of like a, a, <laughs> a cocktail of entrepreneurship. That's one of the things I love. I love that. I love that in our cancellation emails for a long time, we have a survey that when people cancel uh, at Fizzle, it's like, hey, uh, what can we do better? What do you think? Da, da, da. And for so many, like there was a, a real common trend that like people were like, you have forever changed the way I look at business. I just, I either, I'm going to do something different now or I'm, I just can't afford to, or for some reason I don't have the time right now to do it, but you've changed how I look at business. And I think this, this podcast does do that. That's one thing that, thing that I want. I want to humanize business. I want it to feel like humans connecting 
Um, and it's and it does that. So you're right, Corbett, to ask that because it's already doing it. It is grounding. It is it, it is inspirational. It is helping people get in touch with what they really want from stuff, you know, versus like what they think they should want. Like, you know, yeah, I don't know. I, I think what you're saying, Chase, ties really well to what we talked about. Back to the show in just a second. But first, a quick message from our sponsor, FreshBooks. So you're racing against the clock to wrap up three projects. You're prepping for a meeting later in the afternoon, all while trying to tackle a mountain of paperwork. Welcome to life as a freelancer. Challenging? Yes. But our friends at FreshBooks believe the rewards are so worth it. And it is. That's what we believe here at Two at Fizzle, that the rewards of an independent living are worth it. The working world has changed. With the growth of the internet, there's never been more opportunities for the self-employed. To meet this need, FreshBooks is excited to announce the launch of an all-new version of their cloud accounting software. It's been redesigned from the ground up and custom-built for exactly the way you work. Get ready for the simplest way to be more productive, organized, and most importantly, to get paid quickly. The all-new FreshBooks is not only ridiculously easy to use, it's also packed full of powerful features. Create and send professional-looking invoices in less than 30 seconds, set up online payments with just a couple of clicks, and get paid up to four days faster. See when your client has seen your invoice. And put an end to the guessing games. FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to my listeners here at The Fizzle Show. To claim it, just go to freshbooks.com slash fizzle and enter The Fizzle Show in How Did You Hear About Us section. I think what you're saying, Chase, ties really well to what we talked about last week when you talked, you kind of gave us that, uh, you laid out your talk for success and how we talked about sort of the balance between finding success internally and kind of like listening to, I don't know if intuition is the right word exactly, but sort of letting the desired outcome flow from yourself versus external uh, judgments. Not to say that we don't look at things like the iTunes reviews and the download numbers. Like I think those things are a healthy uh, benchmark, but all the things you're saying right now that are interesting to me in terms of what success means on this show, the heart of this show is, you know, I'm like asking myself, how do we measure this stuff? And I think we do kind of have to take it on feeling a little bit. You know, do we feel like we're bringing the human element to business? Do we feel like ourselves on the microphone? Do we feel like people resonate with that? And it's interesting that that's like a very, I think that's a very self-contained goal for the show and actually something we can control, which I think is uh, interesting. And maybe I think that's interesting for people to think about. Because I think, you, you know, I'm in this right now, right? I have a new podcast and I can't help but like refresh my stupid analytics all the time and see if I have another iTunes review and there's like this crack yeah, element yeah. to it. Totally. Uh, but what I have to come back to is like, am I doing the thing that courage and clarity is supposed to do? And as long as I have that, then I think that is that you said, you said it was jet fuel. I do think it's jet yeah. fuel to keep going, which is really interesting. I think. Yeah, no, totally. That unrefined jet fuel of, of like, uh, of defining like what is going to make this a success to you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And by the way, I've got a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, good feedback from that. From yeah. People, people loved people it. Reaching out. That's cool. I mean, that makes me really happy. Cause that one was like, that was like a hard podcast to do <laughs> just cause it's like, it's really, it's one thing to deliver that in front of an audience. It's a whole other thing <laughs> to just do it into a microphone by yourself in a room where apparently two other people are, are dialed in through Skype. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah, I, think, you know? I think people really got yeah. something good from it. Okay, I I, I think I have one more question for you guys that I can think of, and we'll see if anything else comes out. But I'm wondering, so, you know, here we are, 200 episodes in, three and a half years. It's like just a 
so much content. And one thing, by the way, just a side note for people, one thing I love in sitting in my seat at Fizzle where I'm dealing with a lot of members, one thing that's really cool about this, about what we have in this show is we now have this sort of like Rolodex of topics that I can point people to, which is really, really helpful because we don't have a course in Fizzle for absolutely everything. We have a course on lots of stuff, but there's a lot of like super specific things that now I can point people to. And these episodes are really helpful. So I, I think that's one of, one of my favorite parts about having so many episodes. But now that you guys are three and a half years into this, what have you learned about sort of like this long slog of content creation uh, that people might want to know about people who are just starting a podcast now, like myself, just start Ooh. encouraging clarity. What, uh, what would you say in terms of what you've learned and what you think people should know? That's a good question. Corbett, what do you think? You start, pal. Um, okay, so I, I feel like one of the things that we always have or we used to have, I don't know if we still have, but and, and this was something that, that um, came from you a lot, Chase, was this feeling that there must be some perfect way to come up with content ideas. There must be some yeah. like m- massive puzzle that we're not seeing where the content that we put out on the podcast flows from the blog flows from the the forums into courses that we're making and they're all interconnected somehow and there's this master calendar and you know I, I think probably that happens somewhere for the most organized of of media organizations with enough people involved to make that happen but um, on the other end of the spectrum is just hey you know let's five minutes before we record figure out a topic and shoot from the hip and we kind of have vacillated between that. We have, uh, you know, I'd say on average, our, our preparation is something like, um, you know, the day before we brainstorm some topic ideas, Chase says, okay, let me run with those and I'll get back to you with something. And then he says, okay, guys, how about this? And he lists out, you know, a topic idea. And generally that's, that topic idea is something like what the headline will be for the show. And then he says, you know, please bring with you X, Y, and Z to prepare for the show. And it's usually a half hour, you know, worth of work for us to go and kind of brainstorm these things, maybe do a little research. Maybe there's something we need to listen to or read or whatever. And, um, and that works out pretty well. I'd say that having a, an idea of what your audience wants from you in the bigger picture is a good idea. Like we at various times have made uh, lists of content ideas of things that we think people are interested in, things that we've read, you know, in, in our forums or in comments that people say they're interested in. And we pull from that occasionally, but that well runs dry or we get tired of it and, and uh, it kind of falls apart. So I think what you have to do is realize that you, you don't want to be on either side of that, that pendulum. Probably, you know, you don't want to just shoot from the hip and it's probably impossible to have everything perfectly lined up. So you want to do your, the best you can with preparation. Um, and you, you're going to have to just spend time brainstorming and, and walking a mile in your, your, um, listener shoes occasionally, and maybe surveying people and, and talking with people on the phone and doing customer interviews like we talk about so often and digging through, uh, you know, various places, like maybe you go read some forums, maybe you have your own forums, maybe you um, see what people are talking about on Twitter, or you go read the comments on some other blog, you're going to have to dig deep to come up with content ideas if you want to keep uh, a, a show going for 200 episodes, it's, it's definitely not easy to do. And I think that's the part that we struggle with. It's also not just a matter of what our, our listeners want to hear, but it's also again, to bring it back to what's fun for us, 
we have to, you know, have some enthusiasm for this topic. And I think after a while, after you've covered, if you look back in the archives of this show, you've probably seen that we've covered email, you know, a bunch of times. And I think it feels different when you're behind the microphone versus listening to the show. If you're listening to the show, you probably go, oh yeah, you know, I think they said something about that before, but it's good to hear it again, you know, to hear that repetition. Yeah. Whereas when you're the yeah. speaker or when you're the uh, the host, sometimes it can feel a little repetitive. So, um, you know, it coming up with content is a struggle. Talk about a struggle. I mean, we've done 200 episodes of this show, but we've done, I don't know how many hundreds, maybe a thousand blog posts over the years. And, uh, and that, that feels more like more of a chore, I think for all of us to come up with blog ideas than it does to come up with podcast ideas. And that's partly what, uh, what is the the reasoning behind the little change that we're going to make starting next week. And one of the only things that makes that really a challenge for me is that like, well, more than, more than writing a blog post or making a podcast or making a course, like I want people to like have transformation in their lives. Like I want it to like work. I want it to be a thing that works. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I think, I think once I get you paying me $35 a month, like you have a little bit of your butt on the line to actually like you, you've said like, I'm ready to show up. Like I want to do something. I want to become, I want to like, I want to take these dreams seriously. I want to do it. And so I'm kind of like, well, I want to make you courses then. I, I want to make you courses. And then you spend like half your, half your time or more, though, just making blog posts and, and podcasts for people who haven't yet made that leap potentially. You know? And I really love when I get to talk to someone who's like, who's like I'm terrified. I'm terrified, but I'm, I'm going to do it anyways. Uh, I'm hopeful, but I'm afraid. You know, I, I keep writing that in my journal, uh, like er, every day is about like, just like, I, I really love that I get to work at Fizzle. It's such a, an amazing like expression of the things that I'm interested in because you have these real hearts, what I call real hearts, people who really hope, like they have a hope, like what if, what if, maybe I, oh, could it be like, like what, what if, right? You have this hope, then you have this fear, like, nope, nope. Don't be stupid. No, don't be stupid. You're gonna, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. You're not gonna, there's no certainty. You're not guaranteed anything. You know, you have this real fear. And in the middle of that, you're trying to navigate, um, uh, you're trying to navigate a course that can get you to, to something that you truly want. You know, and you got to be diligent and you got to have heart and you got to have uh, discipline and intelligence. And you got to, like, you know what I mean? And all of this is so possible. And I, lo- I just love that I get to work with people around that. Because to me, it's like kind of like a spiritual thing. It's like, if you can figure out how to live independently, you can decide how you want to spend your days. If you can decide how you want to spend your days, you might realize that all those things you thought you wanted, actually, it's like, uh, I got bored of those things I thought I wanted. So what do I really want? You start wanting deeper and truer things. Uh, or you finally get to have time to, to investigate the deeper, truer things you always did want in the first place, right? So to me, I, I love... That I get, that I get to, 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 per, to I don't know, to get to make stuff for people to really transform their life. Like that's that's it. That's that's what I'm getting at. Like I love that. I love talking to people. Like we're like you're gonna hear in episode 200. I love talking to people where they're like something real's happening, and they have to be courageous, uh, and intelligent, and diligent. And uh, vulnerable. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a different thing when you do uh, a vulnerable 
thing than when you do like a strong thing. You know what I mean? Like the strength of vulnerability is very different than the strength of like, I just knew this would work and so I just did it. What do you mean? Why would I be afraid? Mm -hmm. Like you're trumping it. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, very good at this. I'm one of the best. I've never failed before. You know what I mean? It's like all of this stuff that, that maybe you can get there with that. That's fine. But then you're not going to feel the thing you want from that thing. Or, or that's, just like a, that's just like a fun little do job for you. Like I, I, I'm, I love talking to people who it's like, no, this is everything to me. Not, not making this business, but to do life on my terms. It would mean would be like living like a king, you know. Even if I was, uh, even if I only got to go out to bagels once every month, it'd still feel like I, I'm living like a king. Which to me, I don't know, you guys, but going for bagels feels like the richest thing <laughs> in the whole world. Not only is it super high in calories, but it's like three dollars for a piece of bread with some like white cheese on it. And you're like, why am I might pay three dollars for this? You know, shouldn't this be like sixty nine cents? I oh don't yeah, know. I have a I have a pregnant only rule about that. That's all, something I can only do while pregnant. You can only have bagels when pregnant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's a lot that. of work just to voice. get a bagel stuff. <laughs> I know. Maybe I should reevaluate my priorities here. Corbett, what a great punchline. <laughs> so I said to her, that's a lot of work just to get a bagel. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, I love I it. I love how she like you like leaned into the microphone a little bit, Steph, and we're just like, yeah, no, I have a pregnant only rule about bagels. <laughs> like, just no just like honesty. It's true. I, I took advantage of that when I was pregnant. Let me just let me put that out there. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I, I'm taking advantage of it in my life now. Yeah. It's, it's starting to show a little too much signs, but I love it. Yeah, there's nothing like a bagel. I have a similar rule. I it's I only get to eat those uh, Magnum ice cream bars when I'm in Mexico. Unfortunately, I'm oh. here for three months every year. <laughs> those are good. How many, how many midnight Magnums have we shared, Corvette? <laughs> so many. Walking through the streets so many. of some lonely Mexican town. Ugh. So many. It's so delicious. And my wife loves this too. But you know, I love talking to real people about real stuff um, for them. Not just, not just like, oh yeah, I'm really into knitting or whatever, but like, but like the big thing of life, the, 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 like the, and to me, it's so, it's so amazing that we, we're, we're teaching, we're quote, I'm putting in air quotes here. We're teaching business, right? But no, we're talking about people's like their lives. And my business is my life. I get to do what I want. You know what I mean? That's everything. I want this experience for every, every being, let alone every human, right? Um, and and it's, it's, it's possible. It's possible. And it, it means you have to let go of, like, I want a boat, or I, I, I'm, I have to let go of all these things you think you want, but you don't actually want. Mm -hmm. And you get to the thing that you really do want. So when I think of content, I mean, when I think of my life, that's where I want to be, is working on things that do that. And... Um, and so that's what I do. That's what I try. That's what I try to do with content. And that's why I kind of burn out on it every, like, you know, every six months or so. You know, you get a little energy because it's like, oh, good, we're doing it. But it's like what, I, what, I, what I'm lacking is like a sense that this is, eventually I start lacking too much the sense that this is, this is it's capable that this thing I'm making is worthwhile in, on that level for people, you know. And so for me, it's not that just that we have to make blog posts and uh, podcasts. But we also have this whole course world uh, where mm -hmm. we can make like profoundly useful courses. Like the customer conversations course in Fizzle has like revolutionized countless businesses already. Like just the people who jump on Fizzle Friday or who mention it in the forums or who tweeted us or write us emails just going like, I can't even believe I didn't even think about that myself. This changed everything for my business, you know? And it was a... I mean, it was, a, it was a course that Steph put together 
I flew to Chicago with my video camera. We rented some lights and filmed it in her living room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yep. like your husband had to like take the dog for walks <laughs> to get Rudy out of the camera and not stop being like, stop being, you know, yapping at stuff. Because yes. Rudy's skittish, you guys. She Rudy, is. She does not trust you until she trusts Especially you. Especially with equipment. Real, you're in. She's quirky. <laughs> she's quirky. <laughs> um, and I got to watch Antique Roadshow with oh my <laughs> Steph God. and John. And I was just like, the this is amazing. Yeah, you got this is what you guys hang. Yeah, with? you got a real glimpse into into how we do here in Chicago. Yeah, I like that. So when I think of making, uh, anyways, coming up with podcast ideas, I, I think of that. I think of that's what that's when I burn out is when I don't feel like this is contributing. I think there's another place where I burn out where it's like uh, I'm not I'm not obviously I'm not being myself in this. Like I have to do I have to be somebody else to do this really well. I don't like that feeling. Um, you know, and that made me feel like I'm afraid of work, but I'm not really afraid of work so much as I am just like committed to, to like, to, to my voice. And so like, I like, I'm here to do my thing. Like, I don't want to do you know, Pat Flynn's thing. That's Pat's doing that thing. And if he's satisfied doing that, he should do that. You know, I'm going to do what my thing is that I feel satisfied doing. So I, that's why it's like, I love, it's actually funny, this question about coming up with content ideas that where you have to go like you have to be a blogger like my wife's trying to put together a podcast and i'm like so what's your first, how what's the length of your first season how many episodes she's like well we're just gonna air it every week and i'm like <laughs> like you don't even know what that means mm-hmm. because i'm 200 episodes into a thing going like i'll tell you exactly what this means you don't like it okay kid uh, <laughs> i don't know why i go into that guy's voice but like then I, I kind of coach her like okay figure out like what's your go with a season just like we did with courage and clarity yep 12 episodes. So awesome. So awesome. Because then there's an end date. And then even if we only take a day off before starting season two, we just we, we put together a volume of work. Yep. You know, and now that gets to sit on the shelf. And then we get to work on the next one. And and I don't know when you look at things in that, like I'm trying to do right now with the months of the content. Like so for we have three months of content. Well, let's, let's do three Let's do three things. Let's do, you know, there's, there's January, February, March, or there's February, March, and April, right? So these are three volumes of four pieces of content each, right? Like, let's, like, let's look at it that way. So March can be this month, and February can be that month. Uh, novel idea, I know. Uh, some of you are going like, wait, you don't already do that? <laughs> no, we haven't. We literally come up with new ideas, like, every week. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I don't know. I like this conversation a lot, though. Yeah, I think it's. I it, think it's really helpful. I mean, you know, I think it's a. It's a not a common thing to have produced. You know, <laughs> I think it's amazing the way Corbett put it. It was very simple. It was that we've produced an episode of the show every week for three and a half years. Like that in itself is just is just crazy. I'm sure a lot of people yeah. are just like, whoa. But I also think it's it's really important to. Fo- I mean, I think there's we just live in this world of wanting instant results. I can definitely speak to this. Like I said, I've started my own podcast, and I would love to be for it to be further ahead than it is. But it just it does go to show that you know yeah. there is a bit of a long game that you're playing with content, and uh, it doesn't get it doesn't take it's not an overnight thing to get something like the fizzle fizzle show to the point where it is now. So I think it's helpful for people to refocus on that. And also just to hear you guys being 200 episodes in just sharing what has worked in. I'm actually very pleasantly surprised. We just so everybody knows we like literally did did no planning for this episode. I was just like, I'm going to ask you guys some questions (laughs) about, and I'm really pleased with what's come out of it because the advice is really simple and I think super refreshing. So I hope that people listening have the same reaction I did, which is basically like, Hey, you know, 
enjoy this, <laughs> enjoy this, connect with people and just like stick with it. That's, that's what I'm getting from yeah. this conversation. And it might, I don't mean to oversimplify it, but sometimes I think we can really overcomplicate things with like, Oh, we have to, you know, use mm -hmm. these SEO, you know, all this stuff. And it's like, that stuff's all well and good. It has its place, but at the heart of it, I love thinking of content as little more than what we've discussed here. Mm, yeah, totally. You know, and it makes me immediately go like, okay, so try to do this every week now. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, okay, try to do this every week because you have to do three years of podcasts to have this conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and I think that's, that's really awesome. But that is also, that's three years of, of, of not doing exactly what we're doing right now necessarily, which is having, you know, uh, like a real open-ended, like, one of, I mean, like, for instance, my favorite, com my favorite podcast probably of, of all time ever is called Roderick on the Line. It's this guy, John Roderick, with this other guy, Merlin Mann. And uh, John Roderick just basically ends up telling stories <laughs> where they talk about, like, just whatever. And every once in a while, it's, it's actually really profound. But most of it is just, like, light and fun. Uh, and they, have, they, do no, they do no prep at all. And it's a really big podcast. And, it, and, it, and, it's, and it's awesome. And, and I always look at that and go, like, oh, man, wouldn't that be the thing? You just show up and go, like, hey, Corbett. I don't know what you're thinking about, <laughs> which is kind of what they do, you know, but we have, have committed ourselves to an audience of people that is, that wants to create an independent living doing something that they care about. And I actually feel really good about limiting myself in this show to those, to, to things that are interesting to those kinds of people, because I resonate with the mission of it. I resonate with how important it is like just how wonderful it is to, to be able to do that, you know, for anybody to be able to do that, let alone even just to pursue it, you know? Uh, so, so I, 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 I can say like, it's very difficult to come up with podcast ideas or blog post ideas or something like this. But at the same time, it's like, no, no, don't get you. Don't get, don't, don't hear me wrong. Like I'm choosing this every single day. Like I, I prefer, I choose this because I do get a sense that this is, this is mattering for some people, you know? And obviously sometimes the feedback is few and far between, or it's just like, it's, you know, it's iTunes reviews. And, and we're all very, as, as content creators, we're all very disconnected in a lot of ways from the actual transformation with our, like if you, you can imagine if you were a life coach or a therapist and you're, you're the person sitting across the table from you or like in the couch across the room from you, uh, right there, you're with them in their moments of transformation. So you're seeing, you're experiencing yourself, the fruit of your labor, the, the results for this person. We don't get that even one little bit. The closest thing I have to that is when we do Fizzle Fridays. And like what happened recently with like uh, Fizzler Lindsay who came on and she just bared her soul. And it was amazing to be able to be someone who could, who could receive that and kind of get and and push her back a little bit and and give her a little bit of advice and 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 kind of give her stuff that she could use uh without without totally steamrolling her do you, do you know what i mean like this is these are the moment these are the only moments we really get everything else is filtered through text and email and and you have to try to feel it when it comes in you know so it's it, it's hard to be a content creator in that sense that's why one of the reasons why i like doing uh speaking at events so much is because you're like right there in the room uh, and and you get to you get to to see what these people are like as you're as you're doing the thing, but 
I think you did great, Steph. For no prep at all, I think you nailed it. Thanks. Thanks for asking such great questions. Hey, I hope we get to do two more episodes, guys. What do you say? <laughs> I think so. I think we'll make it. I think so. Uh... Uh, if you don't have anything else to add, I have been Chase Wardman Reeves. I've been Corbett Barr. I've been Steph Crowder. And, and we'll, we'll see, see you there. there. Or, or we'll see, see you on another, another time. time. <laughs> By the way, where did that get started? A long f-ing time ago. So there you have it. All right. Fizzleshow.co slash 199 is where you can go to leave a comment about this episode, where you can chat with other fizzlers, where you can get on our email list and get one of our free guides about defining your audience, about uh, naming your business. Do you know we have a huge guide on naming your business? Super helpful. Anyways, fizzleshow.co slash 199. Here's an iTunes review from Jake in the US of A who says, I love all the great info from you three. You do a top-notch job at breaking down issues that we deal with. If there is one critique... It's that Chase says, know what I mean? At least a million times per episode. I play a drinking game where every time Chase says this catch, his catchphrase, I take a drink, I ended up in the emergency room for alcohol poisoning last weekend. But because the show is so good, I will continue to listen. An oral text in Canada says, I don't know how I accidentally stumbled upon this podcast, and I wish I did now so I could thank them. As this has been the best unexpected discovery of a podcast. Great entertainment, lots of solid content and inspiration that actually gets you up and moving. I've been dreaming about creating my own business for years. And after listening to a handful of these podcasts, I've registered my business name, finally dusted off my dormant domain name after renewing it for 18 years and have started on my business plan after joining the Fizzle.co website. Wow, that's awesome. Oral, Oral text in Canada. And here's another one from Todd uh, in the U.S. of A. who says, I really enjoy the fizzle uh, because of the energy the gang brings. They also provide very good details to help start a business, which I've done partially because of this team's encouragement. Keep it coming, fizzle people. (laughs) You keep it coming, Todd. And Oral Text and Jake and all of you people, you lovely people. Who have, who have listened to the show and you left us an iTunes review because it helps other people find the show. If you haven't done that, dear listener, give it a, give it a shot. See if you're good at it. Who knows? <laughs> I'd certainly love to read yours out on the air, but I'm just grateful that you're here listening. That's enough. That's enough. You, you, you've already done enough. You've already blown my mind. But if you did feel like leaving us an iTunes review, I really won't fight you on that one. <laughs> Anyways... So that's it, guys. That's episode 199. Here's that Steve Steve Jobs quote again. If you are working on something exciting that you really care about, you don't have to be pushed. The vision pulls you. The vision pulls you. Oh, our webinar, by the way, I'm recording this outro after we did the webinar on the journal thing, which was all about your vision. How do you find your vision? Woo, doggy. It was it was good. It was deep. It was deep, but it was good. If you want that, head over to uh, fizzle.co. So go to fizzle.co slash 199 and sign up for the email list because we're going to be sending that out to everyone pretty soon. Fizzle.co, fizzleshow.co slash 199. Find care. Take care. Serve hard. Dig in, y'all. Thanks. I'll talk to you next Fizzle Friday.